Welcome to a bonus episode of Rochambeau. We are happy to have you guys here and happy to still be giving you some fun content while we're taking a little break between our main episodes, which cover a different competition for each episode. Right. This bonus episode is all about something that happens every Labor Day weekend in our hometown, Atlanta, Georgia. Yep, it's Dragon Con, which I refer to as the Super Bowl of fancy dress. Oh, that's a wonderful explanation. For those who know what fancy dress is. That's right. Fancy dress, um, by the way, is Rochambeau code for costume and costuming. (laughs) The Super Bowl of fancy dress Dragon Con has been happening every Labor Day weekend in Atlanta since 1987. Yeah, there's cosplay, there's games, there's a parade, there's stars from your favorite... TV and movies. It's everything sci-fi, popular culture. Obscure stuff. It's great. It's great. And a lot of mainstream stuff nowadays, too. Yeah. It's spread out over some of the prettiest hotels in downtown Atlanta. So basically, once you're in the convention, you can just walk through these sky bridges from one hotel to another and attend conferences and meet celebrities and see amazing people wearing amazing (laughs) costumes and they have a ton of competitions that are going on it's just absolutely joyful there's spontaneous dance parties all over the place that is so true it's crazy and these spontaneous dance parties are of course like you know robots and stuff like that (laughs) teenage mutant ninja turtles dressed as stormtroopers dressed as a run dmc yeah perfect (laughs) that is exactly exactly what it is how long have you been going I've been going to the parades for a couple of years, but this is my first time actually going to attend things. The full conference? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so one of the main aspects of Dragon Con each year is aside from over 85,000 attendees purchasing passes to go to this conference, they have a celebration for the whole city and put on a, oh my God, yeah, an it- amazing parade. Probably the... Mm, oh, I don't know. Atlanta's got some good parades. <laughs> we also have the Little Five Points Halloween Parade. Right. But one of the best parades that happens each year. It's mind-boggling. The costumes, the people. There's like over 100,000 people attend it. It's really amazing as someone who's lived in this city for, gosh, over 33 years to go down to an area that's so much a part of my hometown and see it overrun by 85,000 people in amazing <laughs> costumes. It's like my dream come true. Right. Walking through that crowd is amazing. You're like, there's a Smurf. There's a wizard. There's a stormtrooper. There's Harry Potter. It doesn't end. It doesn't end. Yeah. So Ted and I went down there this year. We saw so much. It's impossible to share it all with you. But we wanted to put out some of our favorite things that we experienced. And it, it's it's loud. There are a lot of people there, so forgive the audio, but hopefully you'll get a good feeling for what Dragon Con's all about. And maybe you want to come next year. If you guys do decide to look into coming in the future, you can go to their website, which is dragoncon.org, and learn more about it, and maybe even consider right now booking your hotel room for next year. <laughs> I think you have to do that early, don't you? You really, really do. Enjoy. Ted and I are here at Dragon Con. Our first event is wrestling. Ted, what is going on? Well, we have a guy in tight purple pants. He's about to throw out another guy. Oh, he flipped him around. This is amazing. I've never actually seen wrestling before. They are dead on serious. Uh, they really are. They're good, too. They're flying in and out of the ring. I don't even know how we're going to figure out who the winner is of this. There's 
multiple people continually getting in the ring. I don't know where it starts and where it ends, but there's also little fights breaking out around the rings. Somebody just got tossed out. Yeah, there's fights outside of the ring. People are jumping off the top rope outside of the ring, doing flips. Really impressive. There's a lot of showboating. I'm sure everyone else knew this, but this is news to me. <laughs> a lot of posturing, a lot of showboating, and, you know, tight pants. A lot of tight pants. So the wrestling is awesome and amazing, but also the crowd. You scan around the crowd. Over there, there's a bunny dressed all in white. There's a Waldo over here. There's a little princess. There's a guy all in checkerboards and a good-looking Harry Potter just walked by. So this is going to be the backstory of everything that we do at Dragon Con is every competition, the entire background is going to be people in costume because that's what Dragon Con's all about. So for something like this, where the wrestlers are usually the most showboaty and, you know, <laughs> fancy dressed people, they're really competing with the audience. Yeah, they really are. It's pretty awesome. So Sean Taylor, our associate producer, is here, one of the writers on RochambeauPodcast.com. What did I just miss? Um, one of the wrestlers got so excited body slamming all the other wrestlers that he wound up body slamming his tag team partner and then his handler and then finally uh, himself. how the band is dressed? They're dressed as the original Star Trek. Every single one of them. Well, there's one from engineering and two from medical. Good job. You may not have noticed that part. I did not. I'm impressed. We need a red shirt to die for us tonight. There's a red shirt that dies every night, right? Pretty much, yes. <laughs> Where are we today? Uh, we're at Dragon Con in Atlanta 2018 at the Masquerade Costume Contest uh, Preamble. And is this your first Masquerade? Uh, no, it's not. This is actually my third one. What are you dressed as today? So what I'm dressed as is I am a Titan uh, from the game uh, Destiny, Destiny 2, actually. Okay. And uh, this uh, armor that I've created is uh, it's the Iron Banner armor for the Titan. Um, and... Uh, it's made out of uh, EVA foam uh, and uh, parts of epoxy sculpt. And did you create this yourself? I did, yeah. And how much time and effort have you put into it? A lot of time and a lot of effort. <laughs> uh, I think it's under 200 hours, but right around there, but my wife is shaking her head no, so is my daughter. Uh, <laughs> so they're both saying it took over 200 hours. Uh -huh. Is there anything particular about the costume that you are super proud of? I'm really just you know, proud of the thing overall, and I'm, I'm happy the way it turned out. And you know, it's like when you're putting this sort of stuff together, you're, you're concerned, it, are all the individual pieces going to actually fit on and make a decent looking costume? And where you're working at a break, breakneck pace, you don't have a lot of time for like, you know, fitting, you know, and, and right. seeing that. So I was really happy when I finally put it on and saw that it all came together. Awesome. It looks really great. Do you have to do a routine or do you just walk out there and... and uh... Okay, so it, the masquerade, um, as far as costume contests go, is kind of unique. What they like is for people to actually have a skit not required. I mean, if, if you don't want to come up with something or if you haven't come up with something, for my first two years I didn't have a skit. This will be my first year that I actually have a skit. Okay. And are you nervous about doing a skit for this first time? Uh, no, not really. I think that um, 
I think that if it was just like just me out there, I would be. But I think a lot of the reason that, that people get into cosplay is they like being something else or becoming something else for a little while. You know, it's kind of like dressing up on Halloween. Uh, so when I go out there, it's not really me that's going out there. It's the Guardian. You know, I'll have my helmet on, you know. So, you know, he's got to do the work. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck out there today. I hope you do well. You look fantastic. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right. So tell me who you are and who you're dressed up as. My name is Erin, and I am dressed as Winifred Sanderson from Hocus Pocus. I'm Jen Sapp, and I'm dressed as Mary Sanderson from Hocus Pocus. And my name is Britt, and I'm dressed as Sarah Sanderson from Hocus Pocus. And you guys were just on stage, and you did amazing. Tell our listeners about how you performed, what you sang. Uh, we sang I Put a Spell on You, the cut from the movie when they're at the, the Halloween party, and we learned the dance moves and everything, and we had a ton of fun. I had a yeah, lot of fun. Absolutely. So uh, the girls, Britt and Aaron, put the choreograph choreography together and they came over to my house and we moved all the furniture in the living room over. Um, this stage is not the same size as my living room, so that was an experience. And your dog wasn't watching. Yes, the dog was not there. Darn. But a lot of other people were and it was really well received. Thank you. Yeah, no, the crowd really made it for us being able to interact with them and have them get in on like the chant and everything. That was so fun. And could you remind me, um, your costumes are very professional. Do you have a history in costume making? I do. Um, I am a professional costumer for film and television and theater. And this has kind of been one of my dream characters I've always wanted to do. And it's the 25th anniversary of Hocus Pocus. So we said, if this is, if we're going to do it, this is the year. Thank you, ladies, very much. Appreciate it. So we're here at Dragon Con. We're backstage at the costume contest, and we are talking to. For those of you familiar with the second Hellboy movie, The Angel of Death. For those of you not familiar, uh, how would you describe your costume? Um, it's kind of like skeletal and demon. The wings are about 10 foot uh, tall and about 5 foot wide uh, with eyeballs all over them. So <laughs> that's the best way I could do that one. <laughs> um, and what is your name and how long have you been doing this? Uh, my name's Michelle. No, I've been cosplaying since probably 1999. Like it's been a long time, but of course then nobody cosplayed. We just kind of dressed up when we could. but. Uh, I've been more seriously cosplaying probably in the last five years. And this costume itself took over 100 hours of work. We're going to qualify this costume as serious. Thank you very much. <laughs> it, was a, it was one I've always wanted to tackle and finally just said, you know what, uh, I actually got a chance to meet the whole cast of Hellboy. So I said, I'm going to do it for them and make sure I get it done. And I did. So That is pretty inspiring. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. <laughs> Overall, I just love this whole community because we're just all friends, it seems. And it's, it's such a great community to be a part of, and I just love it. So. Well, good luck. I hope it goes really well. Thank you very much. What is your name? My name's Claire Watkins. Claire Watkins. And this is your first uh, competition, you said? Um, first my first time doing this particular one. What is your costume? I'm Raven from Teen Titans. Okay. And are you nervous? Absolutely. <laughs> Giant man-eating butterflies. <laughs> You're going to be great. What happens when you get on stage? Um, mostly turn into a different person. Um, I'm just glad I'm not speaking. If I had to actually like speak, I probably would. I would not be doing this. I would not be doing this. Do you uh, do you have to dance? Do you have to do a routine? Is there a or do you just show show your costume? Well, that's just it. Apparently, people do that, and I had no idea. Um, so I have nothing planned um, other than just to walk out and look like 
broody and angsty because that's the that's Raven, um, and hope that my intro at least gets kind of a little giggle. So, all right. Well, good luck to you. Yeah. So my name's Amanda Summer with my husband John Summer, and we're doing Jack and Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, most of this, most of those costume we've either handmade of some kind. But the only thing that didn't we didn't handmake was my dress. It's fantastic. Jack's head was what? How many months again? Uh, several several months off and on. Uh, basically started with the you know your old paper mache, um, and then I started doing a homemade plaster, and I uh, got some uh, nifty electronics on on the inside for some fans. Definitely help because it does get pretty uh, uh, sweaty in there. But uh, yeah. And um, you have some stilts going on right now. How tall are you? Um, very tall. That's a good question. I never really thought to ask it, but, um... I'm feeling eight feet tall. Very cool. And you guys have zero with you? Yes. yes. I get to carry zero around, thing, but we've got LED lights going in them, so he kind of glows now, That's as he does wonderful. in the movie. And then both zero and the basket were late nights when I couldn't sleep, and I said, oh, you know what? Let's make zero for the guys. And I could do more. I could do more. I think I can do it. So. Excellent. Well, you guys look amazing. Good luck Thank out you. there. Uh, so we're backstage at Dragon Con with a Tim Burton penguin and a classic animated series Harley Quinn with a Joker hiding in the background because he's busy plotting his next <laughs> so uh, if you would tell us your names and how long you've been doing this Kelsey McCarter I've been sewing since I was eight years old and I've been doing cosplay since 2010 Dave Collier or Oswald Cobblewood depending on your point of view for far too long for a grown man. And is this the character you focused on the most, or have you gone through a variety of them? Oh, I am Harley Quinn at Dragon Con, <laughs> or Dr. Quinzel. <laughs> She's had so many head, head injuries, she is basically Harley. <laughs> and what is it that you like about Dragon Con in particular? Um, it's just such a great community. Uh, you really have a, a, a fan base that's just, you know, you can find something at Dragon Con. There's something for everyone at Dragon Con. Um. I love the intensity of it. It just doesn't stop. You know, you, if you want to be partying at 4 a.m., there's a party for you. Um, I don't get much sleep during the Dragon Con weekend. It's great. It's so awesome. Uh, what proportion of the roughly four days would you say you spend in costume? Uh, 100. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> so basically, um, now Tuesday is a new Thursday, Wednesday is a new Friday. Yeah, so it's not a four-day con anymore, it's a week. And how long would you say you worked on these specific costumes that you're wearing? Um, it probably took about a week. It's all four-way stretch, so, you know, there's a lot of lines you got to make sure are right. That's a really hard question because my costumes are sort of evolutionary things. This is probably about Mark 19B of the Penguin. Fantastic. Thank you so much. So we're looking at basically a black box here, but I'm assuming someone's inside it? Yes. Who are you? And tell us about this costume. I am the monolith from Stanley Kubrick's 2001 A Space Odyssey. So for our audience, describe exactly what this is. All right. Um, it's just a big black box. It's rectangular shaped, three panels on one side and a fabric in the front that I can see out of, but no one can see in. So there's got to be people who just think they're standing next to an inanimate object, right? Oh, yeah. People will come up and like just decide to chill in front of me and use their cell phone because uh, they think I'm like a pillar that's not going anywhere. 
How has it been walking around Dragon Con in this? Um, it's been quite fun. It's turned into kind of a sort of a sociological experiment on the side as a bonus because nobody knows what to think of you or what you are about. 20% of people get it right and then have to tell their friends, so it's kind of an educational thing going on. Well, I just watched you on stage, and I don't know if you could see it from out there, but you got a standing ovation. What? Really? People were going nuts. <laughs> Absolutely nuts. Yeah, I couldn't see that, the standing part. That's yeah, great. No, like standing <laughs> ovation. People absolutely loved it. Well, that's great. I want to... Uh, I want to thank the host for interacting with me and making it even better. Yeah, that, that was pretty awesome. Cool. I don't know how much you could see, but I think he was flinging some poop at you. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's perfect. Good stuff. Thanks again for chatting with us. Uh, no problem. Thank you. What's your name? JD. We saw you and your friends down here all waving manically, so we decided to come down here and join you, but now I find out this is something you've done for a long time. Yeah, we do this every year on Sunday night at Con, and we just uh, wave at the elevators on this bank of the Marriott. <laughs> oh, so it's a set of four elevators that come down in the center of this gigantic atrium space, uh, and so you can see them for several floors, and we just sit on one floor. And what type of reactions do you guys normally get? Uh, we always try to keep track of the reactions we get. It's usually a lot of queen waves, a lot of blown kisses, a lot of the double hand waves. Uh, we get the occasional butt flashes or, uh, or moons, kilt flips. Uh, yeah, it's just wholesome fun. Just a way of kind of upping the energy of Khan for the last night. Do you know everyone here or do, have you had people join you over the years? There's a core group of us who always come, and uh, over the years, uh, some people just know that we're always here on Sunday night, and so they come by, and some people uh, see us and want to join in, and so we always end up with a, a bigger crowd than we started with. We're going to make this part of our Sunday night routine now, too. Yay! I absolutely love that. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Special thanks to Sean Taylor, who did extra reporting for us on this very special DragonCon bonus episode.